You feel that, Razorback fans? You feel it? You're waking up a little this morning with a little more energy, a little more hype? Don't worry, folks. It's not a sickness. It's not indigestion. It's game week, baby. Let's go. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Hope everybody's having an absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Monday. And hopefully all of you are also enjoying your last weekend without Razorback football because it's game week. Five days away this Saturday at War Memorial Stadium here in Little Rock, we're going to have Razorback football and i'm telling you it, like i know it's probably hitting even more so on this monday but this entire weekend getting to watch some college football and getting to see it and feel it and and have fun with it man i just got so i just got so excited i get chills i get goosebumps thinking about it and i know a lot of you have too it's it's finally here we have real things to discuss and real games to look forward to, and Arkansas having Western Carolina this weekend is going to start it all off. I can't tell you how long I've been waiting for this. I'm sure you've all been the same way. And luckily with you know basketball this past season and baseball this past season, that was exciting. That kept us going. There was a lot of reasons to be energized about that. But now that it's here, the hype is at an all-time high. And I know that we're going to discuss some of the things that I'm most excited about and why I'm so excited about this game week and this season. And then later in the week, we'll go through some of the specific predictions and things of that nature. So uh, it's just here. And uh, hopefully everybody is feeling the same way that I am and feeling the same level of excitement that I am. I started thinking about the feeling, you know, when it hit and just going through maybe some of the reasons as to why. Like, why do I feel this way? Because not every year I feel the same way or the same excitement. There's always a level of excitement, so don't misconstrue it. It's not that I ever will be down or upset or bummed that college football is starting and Razorback football is starting, but let's be honest. There's been some years where it didn't really have so much excitement. It was more of just like excited that it's there and excited that there'll be other games, but not necessarily excited about the season and about what the season will hold. But, you know, I think back to, you know, different years here recently and looking back on my level of excitement for those years. And last year, I definitely had a level of excitement without question. I had an excitement about Arkansas being a top 25 team. I had excitement coming off of a nine-win season. Uh, I, I had a whole lot of excitement about the possibilities of what Arkansas could accomplish in the SEC West. But what held me back, or at least what made me not really feel as good and as confident maybe, is because, hey, you lost Traylon Burks. And Traylon Burks was, without a doubt, the best wide receiver to ever play the game at Arkansas. 
and he was your best playmaker. And there was an element to me, at least where I'm like, man, you know, we don't really know what this is going to look like without Traylon Burks. And you had some good running backs, but you know, you had Dominic Johnson out for the year and we didn't really know what rocket was capable of uh, at that point in time. So there was just a lot of question marks, even as excited as I was. And then the year before that, the year that Arkansas actually ended up winning nine games, there was excitement. Don't get me wrong. But the KJ Jefferson being the, the new starting quarterback, he had a good game against Missouri, but how good was he going to be? How good could he be? And with that tough schedule that Arkansas had in the SEC, on the road to Georgia, playing Bama, Texas at home, yeah, I was excited about it, but I still didn't know. You're coming off of a three-win conference season. Like, you really didn't know how great it was going to be or how much improved it was going to be. Still a little suspect. And the year before that, in 2020, you know, Sam Pittman was a brand-new coach. But you had the COVID year. You had the 10 conference games that were some of the most difficult scheduled games you'll ever have. And you're coming off of the most abysmal time and darkest time of Razorback football history. And Sam Pittman was a first-year head coach ever. He had never been a head coach before at this level. Excitement, but not really pumped and optimistic about what it could be. And then we can go through the Chad Morris years. And going into those years, definitely didn't have a whole lot of optimism. Final year, Brett Bielema didn't have a whole lot of optimism and excitement for that. Maybe in 2016 there was some. 2015 there was. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is this. You can call it recency bias. You can call it uh, me being over the top or over dramatic or over emotional. Whatever you want to call it, however you want to chalk it up. But I'm being serious. Heading into this year, I don't think I've had this level of excitement mixed in with optimism that I've had in quite a long time. I am more excited about this upcoming season under Sam Pittman than I were from any other seasons. And that includes last year. I, I, I think maybe the 2015 season, I remember how excited I was for that year because you had you know a new offensive coordinator and Arkansas had some momentum. They had two great running backs, Alex Collins and Jonathan Williams. You know, Brandon Allen was improving. Like, th- there was all these reasons to be pretty pumped and coming off of a great defensive year. I felt like they were going to take that next step. But this year, I'm not only just excited about the possibilities of what Arkansas can accomplish, I'm excited to see the brand of football that they're going to bring to the table. And when I started feeling this way, when I started feeling like, hey, this is different from previous years, this is different from what I felt in, in previous seasons heading into the year, I started to ask myself, okay, so where's this coming from? You know, it's it's not just, oh, it's new because I've never felt it before. We I feel it every year, but why was this one different? Why was this season so different? And I think number one is it's got to be K.J. Jefferson. K.J. Jefferson has had two straight great years for Arkansas. He's gotten better each and every season. And with the addition of Dan Enos as the new offensive coordinator, I think that's going to take him to new heights. I mean, this is the first time since Brandon Allen that you've had a three-year starting quarterback. And Brandon Allen, he was great his final year, but his first two seasons weren't anything to ride home about. But KJ has already had that. So, you know, Tyler Wilson wasn't a starting quarterback. He was only there for two years. Brian Mallett, two years. Casey Dick was there. But, you know, this is a new thing with KJ. 
him being here for a third year got me pumped up. Rocket Sanders, another reason why. Guy had 1,400 yards last year. He's gotten bigger, faster, stronger. He's doing all the right things, and he's really promoting his game and getting to another level. There's reasons to be excited about him and uh, the next step that he can take. Also, having the healthy core running backs around him and having Dominic Johnson back, too. I think the, the tight end position and the, the focus and improvement that has come along with that and knowing that it's going to be exponentially better this season than what it was this past year gives me excitement. The defensive line, as we've talked about on this podcast, it's so deep and so talented and so good that you know, there could be not only a few NFL players on this roster on the D-line, but it could be causing some serious havoc for a lot of these SEC teams. The secondary was awful last year. We all know about that. But I believe with the additions that they've made and the coaching job that we've been able to see so far and the depth that they've been adding, that the secondary is going to take significant steps forward. Like, there's nothing about this team this season that has me saying, okay, well, this could be it. Now, it's not to say we don't have concerns, because, you know, the offensive line and the depth that they've been trying to figure out is a concern. You know, the linebackers, I love who they have, but, you know, are, we got to see it in action. Like, is it going to be a solid group, a deep enough group to make some plays? Uh, you know, so there, it's not to say that I don't have concerns, but there's not this glaring question mark that is so significant where I'm like, yeah, but I don't know how that's going to look. You know, we didn't lose Traylon Burks. Well, I don't know how it's going to look in the receiving without having him. You know, we, we don't, you don't have a quarterback change. You don't have a bunch of unproven skill position guys. You don't have a bunch of freshmen that you're having to rely on. This team is seasoned. It's got veterans. It's got guys that have played at different places but have been coming to Arkansas and they're going to be better at those positions too. I think the wide receivers, are they going to be as good as, you know, are they going to have an NFL-like caliber wide receiver? Maybe. You know, they're going to have a guy as good as Matt Landers or Jaden Hazelwood? Maybe. So it's not to say that there's not concerns, but there's not one thing that I point to and say, this is why Arkansas is, has me a little bit pessimistic. And you're coming off a six and six year. It's disappointing. We know. We know they were seven points short of three games. Like we know that. We know that they shouldn't have lost as many games as they did. We know that. But with this schedule, with this setup, and also throwing this in, folks, the SEC West is really good, as we all know. But Bama ain't Bama. Not to say they're not good, they're really good but they're not the untouchable team that they've been for so long. You know, LSU, a lot of people are picking them, and they, they look good. Yeah, they got some good players, and they're a good team, but you know, they went 9-3 and three last season. They lost to A&M at the end of the year. It's not to say that it's completely and totally unfathomable that Arkansas will win a lot of SEC games. So that's why I feel like I'm more excited about this season than I have been before. Maybe it's stupid of me to be that way. Maybe I need to pump the brakes a little bit, as some of you would say. Or maybe I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing and feel good about it and have some fun with it. But either way, it's here, and that's all that matters. Razorback football is officially here. Folks, I got to tell you about one of our brand new sponsors here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. 
And it is something that I know that people have probably heard of and have seen uh, other people have been promoting. And I'm really excited in the fact that we get to add Athletic Brewing Company to the Locked On Podcast Network and right here on the Locked On Razorbacks Podcast. And one of the best things about it is that we get to do it by having the game changer of the week. Now, obviously, Arkansas did not play this past weekend, but we did have some college football this past weekend as well. And my nominee for the game changer of the week has to be the Notre Dame Fighting Irish from week zero. I was wrong about him. I had, I had actually a Navy doing a, a good job against him and uh, having it to where they at least covered the spread. I think it was, uh, depending on where you looked at it, but you're talking about a three-possession type of spread for, for Notre Dame and the points. I was like, man, I don't know. this. I feel like Notre Dame, there's a lot of things I don't know about him, but between them and Sam Hartman, who uh, for Notre Dame, the new transfer quarterback, went 19 of 23 for 251 yards and four touchdowns and no picks, and they won 42 to three. They are definitely, definitely deserving of all of that. And so they get the coveted award of the Athletic Brewing Company Game Changer of the Week. And just to let you know, too, Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good, full flavor, and well-crafted, just like a full-strength beer. And their brews are great tasting and award-winning and beat out full-strength beers and global competitors. So you know it's incredible. And you can find Athletic Brewing Co.'s non-alcoholic brews at a store near you, or you can buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer exclusions and conditions do apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Now, I know that it's football week, and there's probably going to be discuss, discussions of predictions and, and fun things, too. And we talked last week uh, when Arkansas got a really big-time commitment out of the uh, 2026 class. And, yes, it is ridiculous with the 2026 class. People are like, oh, my gosh, why are you bringing that up again? Why is that happening? Well, Tay Lockett was the guy that committed last week, and is going to be a high four-star, probably even a five-star, knowing his offers. Well, that wasn't the only player that Arkansas got a big-time commitment from that 2026 class. Bear McHorder. That is the guy's name. The kid's name, I should say. Bear McHorder. Like bear, like a, like a grizzly bear. And McHorder, M-C-W-H-O-R-T-E-R. He's an offensive lineman. Thank goodness. That is the best name. Like, assuming he stays and committed to Arkansas, that's going to be a running for one of the best names that Arkansas football's ever seen. Bear McHorter. He's a Cartersville, Georgia offensive lineman, and he is 6'4, 297 pounds. So he's like 15 years old. Think about that. He's like 15, heading in, being 16, heading into sophomore year, and he's 6'4, 297. So. What does that mean? Well, it's a second commitment, but here's the offer list because that's really all that matters, right, folks? McHorter chose the Razorbacks. This is all according to Hawksports.com. Chose the Razorbacks over Tennessee, Texas, 
Alabama, Virginia Tech, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Florida State, Ole Miss, Penn State, and many others. Okay, forget the list. I see Bama and Georgia. Scholarship offers of those places. That's all I needed to see. This is a four or five star player. Four or five star offensive line. And he tweeted out, he said, Arkansas, I'm coming home forever. Thanking God. Go Hogs. And at Coach Sam Pittman. He says, quote, I wanted to go be coached at one of the best offensive line coaches in the business and be in one of the most beautiful areas in the country while doing it. Shout out to Fayetteville, hometown. Also get to play in front of the most passionate fan base in all of college football. So love that. And I again, I know it's 2026, but it's still really cool to see Tay Lockett, which I think he's in for the long haul. Like he had a, he had a game over the weekend, as we know, and even posted a picture of him doing the horns down as a kid wearing a Niles Davis jersey, which I'm like, man, if that doesn't show my age and how old I am. This guy's posted a picture when he was a kid, like a, like a toddler wearing a Niles Davis jersey. Goodness gracious. But still, uh, I feel like this is going to continue to be a domino effect. Long time until it gets to that point, but still really great. and still really great that he committed to Arkansas and great to know that uh, Arkansas beat out a lot of those big-time other schools for him uh, to, to come here. Just so crazy to me. Like, that's so long, so far away. Like, 2026, class. So, like, his first year on campus will be the fall of 2026. That's three years from now. I mean, I don't know how, how excited I can be about it, but I am excited that they got the commitment. And that's really all that matters. Folks, this episode is brought to you by Markell from Fayetteville to El Dorado and everywhere in between. Markell has been helping Arkansas small business community for over 30 years. Markell is a global specialty insurer with a truly people-first approach. And to them, insurance is more than just a piece of paper. It's a promise to help you get back on your feet fast. We spend a third of our lives working, so on-the-job injuries can be expected. You work hard to build your business, so it's important to make sure that you and your employees have the right insurance coverage. Whether you're new to the business or celebrating your 25th year anniversary, whether you have one employee or a thousand employees, Markel aims to understand your workers' compensation needs. So find a local independent agent and to get a free workers' compensation insurance quote today at markelinsurance.com slash locked on. That's M-A-R-K-E-L insurance.com slash locked on. Markel, insuring America's small businesses since 1930. Insurance co carrier coverage, dividends, and services availability may vary by state. Markel is a registered trademark of Markel Group Incorporated. And also want to welcome in another great sponsor here to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. It is game time. Listen, folks, I know that we've all had struggles with our buying tickets for all the best events, especially sporting events, right? You know, you get a screenshot. You don't even know if it's going to work or if it's real, and you're trying to figure out what's the best way to go about doing it. Well, it shouldn't be stressful to do it. You should just be like, hey, I want to go to the game. Here's the price. Buy the tickets. There they are. That's what you should want, and that's what we all want. But game time is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater, everything that's near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun that you're actually going to have. I remember when I was actually using Game Time before they even became a sponsor here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, and I was trying to go to the uh, one of the Razorback baseball games, and it was as simple as anything I've ever used, and that's why I still have the app because I'm like, wow, that was so quick. I saw the tickets, I saw the price, all the fees included, and just knocked them out, 
got them instantly, and there it was. So it, you, you're having struggles with finding the best uh, way to get tickets. Look no further. You have it from game time. And we know this Razorback football season, or just football season in general, uh, you're going to be looking for ways to continue to get to some of these games and maybe on the road, whatever it may be. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, there is no, not a whole lot of uh, Razorback news to, uh, to dive into other than what we discussed, and I know we'll have some more as the week goes on. I think we'll hear from Sam Pittman today and have a chance to, to you know, get some updates from him. But we did have some college football over the weekend. And, you know, as far as the games went, there's never not any really of them that stood out as far as like, oh, man, epic. Because um, you had USC, which USC's defense sucks. They gave up 28 points to San Jose State. At halftime, it was 21 to 14. Now, USC scored a ton. Like, Caleb Williams had four touchdowns. He was great. Their defense was sus at best. Now, Notre Dame smoked Navy, as we talked about. Um, Vanderbilt, like, they screwed around too much. Like, they did some dumb things. But Vanderbilt should have smoked Hawaii because they smoked them last year, and Vanderbilt only won 35-28. But give a lot of kudos to, to what Hawaii was doing, especially late there in the fourth quarter, trying to stop them on a comeback. But Louisiana Tech beat Florida International 22-17. You had San Diego State beat Ohio 20-13. Those were the closest games. Also with Jacksonville State and UTEP, 17-14, Jacksonville State got the victory, which I forgot that Jacksonville State has Rich Rodriguez there. Who would have guessed? Um, but, yeah, overall, it was just good to have college football back. That, that was the main thing. I thought it was hilarious that, USC San Jose State was on the Pac-12 network that like no one could watch. That's funny. Um, but here's the thing. I, there were some things I liked and some things I hated. And the games themselves, whatever. I don't care. doesn't bother me. doesn't change anything about how I feel. But we did get to see the first time implemented of the clock running whenever there's a first down. You know, because forever, college has always been that anytime a first down is gained, the clock stops and you have the chain gang run up there and then it starts back up whenever the ball is placed and everything. So that's officially gone. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. The game does move a lot faster, like light years faster. It felt like it at least. I don't know if the actual time itself was, but it felt like it was moving a lot faster. Uh, it sets up, if you know, I think that it may, this could be a good thing or a bad thing, but I think it may uh, have some people start looking at being more about ball possession and ball control. Because, I mean, you know, anytime that you had like a seven and a half minute drive and ended up with a touchdown, like that's tremendous. That's big time. That's that's sexy right there. That's a sexy drive. But now you may have a pretty normal average drive for a touchdown at seven and a half minutes only because the clock's not stopping other than what it is in the late in the first half. I think it's under two minutes in the first half and under two minutes in the game. So, I don't know if I like it. We'll see. I need a bigger uh, body of evidence there. I don't know if that's the term, but there it is. 
bigger sample size. There we go. That's much better than, than the other one. But I, I don't know if I like that. Uh, it was pretty funny to me to see, like, you know, the, the college football landscape and just you know, how it continues to get, you know, a lot of praise from all the right people, like people watching Notre Dame and Navy, people watching these games. And, you know, the, I think that, like, other than the rules changes, which I'm still not a fan of, I also hated the fact that Vanderbilt didn't have anything working, right? It seemed like their stadium was, I know it's under construction, but, like, Hawaii had to get dressed in a tent. Like, maybe I'll should have flip-flop and had you guys play in Nashville last year and then go to Hawaii this year, so that way you could have made it work. But uh, Other than that, it, it was fine. But what I do appreciate, what I do like, though, is that knowing that with all the crap that's gone on with college sports and in college football, whether it's the NIL or the transfer portal or, um, you know, the conference realignment madness, like all this stuff that has been a scary time for a lot of us because we're like, I don't know what the impact going to have on college football, college sports. Is it going to be the end? Is it going to be ruined? Like, how do I feel about this? At the end of the day, I just sat there and I watched college football. Still had teams out there with the same jerseys and the same logos, running fun offenses, having ridiculous plays happen, having bad football at times, so bad that it's funny. It just felt good to have it back. And with all that crap, it didn't matter. It's still the same product. You know, I didn't sit there watching USC play. Well, I didn't watch USC play because I don't have the Pac-12 network. But I didn't. I, we'll take Notre Dame. I didn't sit there watching Notre Dame and be like, man, this is great. But I just really, really don't don't like the fact that that quarterback, Sam Hartman's probably making money. Like, I didn't have that feeling of that. It was just the game itself, just watching it. It was great. Just sitting down, shutting my brain off, and watching. It was awesome. And that was week zero. Can't wait for week one. It's going to be this week. It's going to have Memorial Day or Labor Day weekend. Going to have games Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The way God intended. I'm pumped. If you can't tell. But can't wait to talk more about it as the week goes on. Appreciate everybody listening in the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.